In the Hutton Memorial Garden, the stonemason is putting the finishing touches to a series of words carved into a monument. Stood around are members of the Pilots' Federation from around the galaxy. The dastardly Don himself is there with his entourage, hat in hand, black suits immaculately pressed. As the mason stands back, the gathered commanders can read a small inscription. The world is so exquisite and with so much love and moral depth that there is no reason to deceive ourselves with pretty stories for which there's little good evidence. Far better, it seems to me, in our vulnerability, is to look death in the eye and to be grateful every day for the brief but magnificent opportunity that life provides. One commander, a hand of cards dealt that no one deserves, a career cut short but bold enough to stare him in the eye and stare him down long enough for the community to show the galaxy what humanity is made of. Caring, compassion, love, enthusiasm, and most of all, fun. There isn't much that can bring the galaxy together like this, a public show of respect for the bravest out there. Rest in peace. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, universe. This is Hutton Orbital Radio Live, and we're your studio team for the duration. I'm Rudolf Hucker, and it's my turn this week, and in the absence of Dick Chafing, we're hoping it'll be a silky smooth ride to the end of the show. The mellifluous maestros and maestrettes, I don't call one of them a mistress or she'll pan me again, are... Harry Balzac. Itching to get cracking. Norma Sockers. Snockers. Just hanging around. And I'm Colin Orgas, your stunt snockers. You mean fake snockers? Well, his duly appointed proxy snockers. Um, and on that note, our headlines this week. Annual Ninja Off leaves Hutton member sore. Thargoids, come back! Demand bloodthirsty pirates. Pilots say, Excuse me, sir, but you're blocking my passage. Colonic Engineering Initiative builds pressure on blockage. All hope is lost as GPS wipes out all trace of life. Atrus appears to be resting on his laurels. All in all cars, your time is nigh. With the hot pit bit. It's hip replacement time as Hotbox angers the Greek menace. And Norma's initiative gathers momentum.
21st this evening, the annual Mugfu Ninjoff All-Comers Tournament visited Hutton Space this week. With the mixed martial arts skills of pyjama-wearing backside-kicking hand-to-hand combat specialists from throughout the galaxy descending on Van Manen Star to try their hand and their feet and in some cases whatever part of their anatomy was most dangerous at winning the crown as combat elite in interpersonal relations. Teams included the Pixel Monks of Van Manen and their mug-branded Shaolin specialist PBS F. Ragnarok, Hutton's very own Mugfu Shifu Commander Rampage 737, the entire HR team of Federal HQ, and the Emeridote Doyens of the 3rd Rukovashnikov Girl Guides, along with their very, 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 very ancient teacher, Master Ken. The first few rounds went as expected, with the Alliance Independent Suicide Squad performing perfectly and ceding their space to their opponent within seconds the HR team being disqualified on grounds of gross misconduct and one entrant being removed from the premises for getting his letters mixed up when being asked what martial art he was using. Apparently the Kama Sutra's reverse cowboy is not an appropriate wrestling move. The final round for the trophy was left to Hutton's very own Mugfu practitioner, Rampage, having seen off the Ragnarok and his black belt in the Mugfu forms of hand-to-hand combat said to represent the movements required by Hutton truckers when catching a dropped mug of a suitably hot beverage without spilling any. His opponent, Susan from the guides, was deceptively harmless looking, a lesson that Rampage was to learn. Having folded him up like a tent, she proceeded to set fire to him before taking her master's teachings to their ultimate conclusion, remembering to restomp the groin. The referee called an end to the bout, tears in his eyes, for fear of any lasting damage to the Rampage, who was stretched off for a visit to Nurse Wyeth. Hutton does indeed have one sore member today. The Pilots' Federation, fresh from complaining that the Thargoids were burning everything, obtaining Guardian weaponry was far too grindy, And of course, the power restrictions on AX weaponry were just ridiculous. Amongst other things, have this week turned their ire on Tharg the Mighty. Apparently, he's too soft. He has run away. Buggered off. He's done a brave Sir Robin and is nowhere to be seen. Yes, they're calling for the Thargoids to come back so they can fight them and have more to moan about on next week's news when something really important catches fire like... Sol or Shinrata or Dab's Hope. Our roving reporters attempted to investigate the situation, but couldn't find any Thargoids to ask. Not even the angry red ones with the pew pew and the <laughs> thus confirming that Thargoid half-term does indeed start a week before the rest of the bubble and avoiding the expensive ship transfer fee hike that the rest of us have to pay. We will be finding out later this evening whether the missing eight-sided home wreckers have had any impact this week. But if not, we recommend the salty pilots of the Pilots Federation go and find something else to moan about. Maybe the colour beige or the cables that dangle down from the ceiling on the anaconda. Or elephant butt leather. May we please also remind commanders that due to a clerical error, 
of those of you wanting Guardian weaponry were indeed fitted with the shot cannons by accident this week. And after a series of nasty incidents around the rear of a couple of basilisks, a total recall was issued and the offending T was replaced by a D. Oh, and the corrosive substance was scrubbed off the ships. We suspect that the pilots might need some mind bleach, though, as being frameship deep, frameshift deep in a pile of Thargoid dung is no one's idea of a good night out. Reliable sources close to the heart of the galaxy's action, led by a commander to whom we shall refer as Gaelic Katie Moistbreeze, to protect their anonymity, have been speculating on the causes of apparent rash of ships that dart in ahead of you and grab the medium-sized pad. The mad mid pad cad led barking, basking, parking, shocking, docking, blocking, mocking, whopping dastards. We at Hutton Orbital have conjectured that this is a new technique from the Pirates' Federation to slow down the increase in rampant inflation caused by everyone and his or her, however they identify, dog or cat or hamster or emotional support wombat, cashing in on the proceeds of void opal mining. As we see it, their plan is that you can't land, you can't sell your cargo, and if the frustration of waiting drives you to self-destruct, you take your opals with you, which helps to keep the price high. We expect this kind of behaviour to increase, with pirate-skinned belugas parking across the toast track, blockading stations, mysterious malfunctions affecting planetary markets, and shady characters sidling up to you suggesting that it would be a shame if anything nasty was to happen to your paintwork or if any of your crew were to suffer an accident and that you might want to consider a career in exploring. We think that this coercion is all to get ready for the day when the dastardly Don, Antonacci that is, opens his vast vaults for void opals and collapses the galactic economy, leaving him free to step in and take control. Galactic authorities have been informed of our concerns and have assured us that if we just leave it with them, they'll look into it. So we're not worried. No, not at all. No, sorry, Bob. We're calm. The pain that commanders are feeling in the Colonia region was amplified this week as it was confirmed that pins often go missing somewhere in the dark regions. And with the pins going missing in space, so do the engineering recipes to keep your python right up there in the Colonia. With the apprentice and engineers in the colonic region only having a semi when it comes to the full package. Commanders have been striving long and hard to train them up to the mighty standards required by even the most demanding of pilots. This initiative is beginning to bite, with the engineers progressing from sucking through purse lips when seeing your mighty anaconda to using the phrases, gonna cost ya, and that's excluding VAT mate. We're looking forward to humanity's second home being as effective as the bubble, but in the meantime, if you're out there, do your bit and make sure you let them change your brake discs every time they change the pads, and of course, new bushes every time. A commander recently was concerned that Tharg the Mighty had indeed carried out his threat to wipe out all humanity. He was travelling to Dav's Hope, but upon arriving in the system, 
it was nowhere to be seen. There were no planets at all, no asteroid belts, and even one of the suns had disappeared, leaving nothing but two binary stars and a whole heap of questions. The commander was worried that he'd possibly missed a great disturbance in his course, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. Starting to doubt his own sanity, especially when other commanders jumped into the same system and reported all was well, he felt as if an interdimensional barrier had been broken and that he was indeed lost, cast adrift upon the stellar winds of a parallel universe. The commander even contacted the Pilots' Federation for help, and Commander Normandy started emergency procedures to try to recover the lost spaceman, when other commanders spotted a problem. The abandoned pilot was not in a distant parallel universe. He was in the wrong system. When entering the system details into his GPS, that's Galactic Piloting Support, a genuine satellite navigator, he was told that he must have mistyped the name of the system, entering System Hyades Sector CRV C223, whereas we all know it should be System Hyades Sector DRV C223. Hard to mix those two up. Much more likely is that the Pilots Federation is experimenting with powerful new weapons that can move the contents of entire systems one letter to the right. Good evening, truckers. Atrus5060 reporting in once again with the latest intel on the Thargoids from Canon Research. Another week has gone by and humanity is really starting to show the Thargoids that we're a force to be reckoned with. AXI, or is it AXI? With help from its allies, including our very own Hacks, or is it HAX Wing, managed to clear all three incursions in record time, as well as defend several of last week's Eagle Eye targets. While all this was going on, it's been awfully busy, Operation IDA, or maybe it's Ida, have been hard at work getting stations back online. That's lovely, and in record time at that. Given the outlook several weeks ago, humanity's made an incredible comeback in the war against the bugs. That's Thargoids. We hope this effort can continue in the upcoming battles, since the Thargoids, sh Thargoids, got to make it sound all, all dramatic, show no signs of stopping their aggression against humanity. This week, Eagle Eye is reporting six new targets that will need to be defended. Oh my goodness, I've just looked at the list. Okay, they are Shocky Yinny, Apoya, Crotonese. Fry Yang, Lockipi, and Gabia. In addition to these targets, there are two active incursions underway in. Oh dear. Um, Uo Diganta, and. How do you say that? How do you say GC? Gukikiro. Gukikiro. 
that place. Keep an eye out for Commander Falco Tuck's orders on where combat and evac pilots should be focusing their efforts this week. And if combat and station evac are not your thing, join Operation IDA, or possibly Operation Ida, in their efforts to repair damaged stations throughout the bubble. Aren't they lovely? Humanity is counting on you, truckers. Good luck out there. And for the mug... Hutton Orbital Incident Report Incident Location HIP 17692 Date and Time of Incident 2110 Hours 22nd May 3305 Reporting Officer Mia Harkness Circulate to His Fluffiness Alvin DeVere and Progenitor Leo Wolf Type of Incident Property Damage and you know Hotbox stuff Type of Damage Life and Ship Well we had to start with this one you may not know it, but the Hotbox team are very keen Megaship spotters, so when Megaship Monday rolls round, we, well, we usually leave it a couple of days and then head out on the Wednesday to bag a few for our notebooks. This time we wanted to look at some Alcatraz-class prison vessels. The XR424DYV model with three reactor domes in the main control tower, which are much rarer and much cooler than those XR424DYZ models. I mean, what kind of loser gets those two mixed up, right? Anyway. Commander Short Engineer had heard that the one in HIP 17692 had recently been attacked by Thargoids. We thought it was a great opportunity to help with the rescue operation and bag a few hollow selfies at the same time, so off we went. It started off well enough as it always does in these reports and then went downhill rapidly, as it always does in these reports. We were in close to the ship having a look around when Short Engineer noticed a blip in his sensor screen. We thought it may be an escape pod or a stray cargo container. So off he went to investigate. Well, it wasn't Ed either of these things. As it turns out, Varg the Mighty was still in the area and he was not a happy sunbeam. Petals turned red, fuckers were released and Short Engineer barely had time to hit the boost button and scream BROWN ALERT! before waves of drones stripped his shields. Then old Varg turned that giant glassy eye on him. The rest was fairly predictable. There was a yelp, a loud bang, a pop and Short Engineer was outside. Again. As his friends and colleagues, we obviously couldn't stand by and watch, so we daringly intercepted Tharg and his swarm, splitting them up and drawing their fire, buying time for Short Engineer to swim to safety and avoid a proper probing from that Tharg. Malice taunted Tharg into following him and I blasted through the Thucker swarm and the Cobra GTI, disrupting their formation and making them very, very angry. Since the Mollusk incident with the whole DNA splice thing, Short Engineer doesn't really bother with an escape pod now. He says the cold, dark void of space is kind of cosy, like a big, black, snuggly blanket. He was able to grab onto a passing rescue ship with a prehensile tentacle, at least he said it was a tentacle. And he got a, anyway, he got a toast to safety. Um, things were pretty grim for the rest of us. We survived, but took a real beating before system security arrived and we were able to retreat. I say we. Bobby managed to make it through the whole incident without a scratch because Thargoid weapons can't target ships at 20 plus kilometres. Just saying. Since we were in no fit state to stick around, we took off and made repairs. We had a location for another damaged megaship, an abandoned one this time, so we went there for selfies instead. 
It was about this time that Commander Rampage turned up and asked if we needed any help with the Tharkoids. What a guy. We were still a bit traumatised and have spent most of the day in the infirmary with Nurse Wyeth and the Thargoid doll, showing her on the doll where it probed us. You'll find Bobby and Rampage in the hotbox office drinking tea since they weren't really traumatised. Anyway, apologies to the crew members of the HIP 17692 prison ship and happy World Turtle Day. Kind regards, Mia Harkness, Apology Officer, Team Hotbox. Sorry again. Colin Cars here, Hutton Orbital Chief Traffic Controller, filling in for loose snockers for the hot pit bit. It's just going to be a quick one tonight as I'm busy trying to stop reckless pilots from crashing into Bay 3. Ever since they started recording the fastest times to Hutton Orbital, the accident rate has gone through the roof and the back of the docking bay. Anyway, the big news today is the election in Haghole, which is for control of the system. After Day 3, we are leading comfortably and victory is close, so support us with hot missions and passengers from Mischmidt City. No exploration data or trade, please, unless that trade is on the black market. Smuggling cigarettes, that's the way forward. Elsewhere in the bubble, Wise 0855-0714, Luton 145-141, LP 525-39, Alpha Centauri and PSPF LF2 are all riding high, so no hot work there, please. Meanwhile, I have a long-distance communique from one of the hanky gang from our, former, from our partner agencies are in Colonia. Uh, we are up 1.9% at 16.9% in tier, down 1% at 36.4% in Doriso, down 9% at 55.6% and EOL Procol Centauri. In EOL Procol Centauri, we are in the boom states. In Doriso, we are not in a state. And in tier, we are also not in a state. We need missions and passengers uh, in, in EOL Procol Centauri. Also in EOL Procol Centauri, work for pioneers and explorers against like deer of Colonia. We want pioneers to win the election. Please bounty hunt in EOL Procol Centauri or Doritos, then hand in at EOL Procol Centauri. Uh, and trade as well, buy low, sell high. Uh, exploration data to be cached at EOL Procol Centauri. Please keep up, keep up the great work, and remember, if in doubt, post a message to King Hanky regarding any data drops. We have some special instructions. Uh, also in EOL Procol Centauri, work for pioneers. Oh, I think we've had that bit already, actually. Um, so, uh, if you're on your way back to the Distant Worlds 2 expedition, that's where you can call in, drop off some data. Um, although we have got a promise from a small group of commanders who broke it last time, they promise they're not going to do it again. Over to Norma. The current interstellar initiative, Bridging the Gap, continues with two competing combat sieges this week. Zendi Partners Defence Appeal and Segnan Exchange Security Initiative. Following a series of hostile engagements in the Sinuf ENH D1196 system, recently established as a hub of guardian technological research, both Zendi Partners and Segnan Exchange have appealed for support. Details to follow later.
was a big one, and, and that, everyone, was the news. And now it's time to get on with the music. And as usual, we've got you uh, guessing on the various chat channels as to what our theme is going to be this week. So, first tonight, we've got Keep On Reaching by those high-flying birds. To Alvin Defia from Cecil B. Trumpington. That'd be me. Hutton Orbital, Eden, somewhere in Alpha Centauri. Too bloody far away, if you ask me. Regarding those invoices on your desk. Dear sir, further to the missive of the other day, I would like to tender an explanation as to the invoice on your desk. I had proceeded as instructed to Hutton Orbital, whereupon I met with fellow truckers who very, very kindly agreed to load the pool type 9 lovely craft up with mugs for the mug. In their eagerness to satisfy your trucking needs, there seems to have been a little bit of a manifest error. For with every 30 tons of mugs, uh, for the mug, there also happens to have been some gin. Ordinarily, this wouldn't have vexed me terribly, but I was very aware about your standing orders not to waste the long, long, very, very long journey to Hutton. So, showing initiative, I decided that the best thing to do would be to dispose of the gin. Now, being near the orbital and not wanting to cause shipping hazards, I proceeded to proceed a few kilometers away. Now, at that point, an idea came upon me. Normally, the eject old cargo button has gaffer tape over it. But, aha, I thought, I have an idea. And removed the tape, pushing the button to eject all of the gin. This was my first error for I had forgotten about the mugs, for the mug. So I attempted to scoop up all of the mugs, uh, for the mug, but not the gin. Unfortunately, some gin did materialize back in my cargo hold. Not much. On returning to Hutton, only a few kilometers away, I asked very, very nicely for some more mugs uh, for the mug. But there was some gin in the way. So I proceeded to dispose of the gin. This was my second error. 
Having now filled the hold with mugs, uh, for the mug, and set my destination, I duly jumped. Now, I can't really remember. It might have been a binary system. I'm not quite sure. However, I correctly proceeded forthwith to the station. Upon arrival, I found the right side of the station, damned confusing things, and proceeded into that little letterbox-shaped thing. This was my third error. The docking controller clearly doesn't know what is what, as he told me off for entering without permission. So I turned the pool type 9 around. And this was my fourth error. You see, a type 9 doesn't fit. It's too big. And there was this viper. Ruddy thing got stuck to my canopy. Couldn't see a thing. So I decided to scrape it off using the toast rack. And that was my final error. It sort of exploded. A bit. And there were alarms. And there was shooting noise. In my haste to remove myself from the situation, I appear to have pushed the wrong button. The one with no gaffer tape on it. Some silly idiot took the gaffer tape off. Anyway, you might ask what this has to do with the invoice. Well, upon my return to Hutton Orbital, I retired to the gentleman's facilities to avail myself of the plumbing. I seem to have committed a bit of a faux pas in Cubicle 3. Your indulgence is appreciated. Sincerely, me. Well, oh crikey, that was a that was a sudden end to that one. <laughs> Good tune to start the show, anyway. Right, well we're here in the studio, and uh, it's my week this week. You see, I, I get the odd week off. I think we seem to be alternating at the moment. I don't actually get to talk to um, to Psycho Cow much these days, or at least not on air because he's um, yeah we're, we're taking turns. But I think he's away next week. So first thing we have to say this evening before I introduce our guests is um, happy birthday to Commander Psycho Cow. Hey, hey happy birthday! Happy birthday! Because he Happy was, birthday. Oh, I don't know what he was, 60 or something again this week. No, he, he, had, he had a birthday this week. And um, yeah, I think he enjoyed it. Lots of presents turned up and um, he posted most of them off on uh, off on Facebook. And and um, he, he went out for a pizza. Apparently there was no fruit on it. So um, he's not going to be murdered by uh, our very good friend, Mr. Hooper. Um, but yes. He sounds like he's had a good week. I think he's missing in action again next week, so I'm going to have to see whether I can I can do two weeks on the trot. It's been weeks since I did that. Anyway, so joining me in the studio this week, we, we've got an assortment of co-presenters. Of course, we're going to start with the ever-present and ever-lovely Commander Flossie. Hello, Commander Flossie. Hello. Now you've got some. You've got your bit and your new theme tune. Oh later. yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Apparently, it's caused problems of the earworm variety. Oh, yes, so I believe. <laughs> I I still haven't got you know over the old one yet, <laughs> so I'm going to be humming the old one, um, yeah, in in my head, as the new one's going. But um, yeah, I mean it's, it sounds good, and you've got lots and lots of news about your initiative coming up. 
Yes, I have. Yes. I, the trouble is, I've not paid enough attention, so I'm actually going to be listening really hard to this bit. So, because I, I need to know what's going on. I haven't done anything CG and community related in ages. Hasn't been anything CG in ages. <laughs> yeah, but uh, even ages and ages before that, eons. Can I use the word eons? Eons, yeah, yeah. Yes. Ages, <laughs> yeah, ages it hasn't been on, but eons is since I last did it. I lasted it when earning 50 million off getting top was like the most money I'd ever seen in my life. And of course. <laughs> Well, these days, you get that's... two million for yeah. <laughs> These days, it's yeah, lucky to get two million and um, a couple of void opals and well, you know, a week grinding a CG, a couple of void opals. But hopefully, it's all exciting stuff and actually there are new things at the end of it. But you're going to tell us in a bit, aren't you? I will do. Yes. And of course, also our latest installation in the studio, the also these days ever present, Commander Palantir. Good evening, Squire. Good evening. How's the kitchen? Oh, so, so close. Last bit being done tomorrow. Photographs will follow. Just in time for you to barbecue outdoors and not <laughs> needing to use the kitchen. No, don't. It's a bank holiday weekend. Don't say outdoors. Well, I don't know. It's, it's boding at the moment in terms of the good weather. Mm, not yeah. foreboding in terms of the bad weather. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, but yeah, that, that, that all sounds... Yeah, like it, it's progressing. It's taken slightly shorter than... Psycho Cow's bathroom, maybe? Yes, many fewer tiles. I think that's probably the secret. Yeah, and the, it was not, not the gold-plated taps and the, you know, the... the um, yes. The, yes. The, the super meta-metal gazunder, or the... What do you call it? No, what's the... You know, the thing that um, Crocodile Dean D wished his boots in, you know. That one. The chamber pot. That's... Yeah, the, that thing. <laughs> anyway. And then sitting next to Palantir... Uh, we have our uh, guest snockers, also known as Commander Overlight, the traffic controller. <laughs> Good evening. And and how the blazes are you, sir? Oh, not bad, not bad. A little, a little lost out on the eastern fringes at the moment. All right. Is this is this in real life? You're out in Anglia, East Anglia, somewhere. <laughs> no, 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 no. Very much, uh, very much in game life. I'm. Uh, I, I I did the whole distant worlds two thing. Had that uh, minor disaster on the way, which you all know about now. Uh, went back again, and then uh, we decided as we've gone as far north as we can go, we're going to go as far east, as far west, as far south before going home with uh, lots yeah, of you, lovely. You're aware that it's three dimensional, yeah. Oh, we're going to go up and down as well. You yeah, up and down as well. So you're not going to go to the, not say the four corners or the or the eight corners. You, you... Well, there's the six corners, I suppose. You're going to box the 3D compass. Yes, yeah. So I've done, mm -hmm. I've done, I've done north. I've done, I've done east. That was quite fun getting east. It was a bit of a bit of a challenge getting there. It's uh, quite a, a quite a, a navigational accomplishment. So I'm just sort of loitering around now, waiting for the rest of my uh, my party to catch up. And then we shall uh, venture inward uh, before heading out to the uh, the western uh, the western fringes. So you're actually getting some some flight time these days. You've you've recovered from your special ninja riot training, whatever it is you were doing. In... <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, not not as much as I'd like, but it's it's uh, I'm I'm I'm. I'm mapping systems where I can. I've I've gone from absolutely hating the uh, the latest cockpit upgrade, the S the FFS to yeah, to absolutely loving it. 
Yeah, it is. I mean, it's. I mean, apart from the glitch that happened, but I, I was seeing all these videos of the glitch, and I think it happened to me once. The sort of when you zoom into something and it all went a bit sideways. Yeah, if you zoomed in, if it was too far away. But in fairness to the Pilots Federation, they they, they got on top of it pretty quickly. Um, the only issue I've got now is every time I drop out of uh, Super Cruise, um, I'm apparently taking hull damage, but uh, that uh, well, doesn't appear to be the case. Actually, taking your hull damage, or is your no, computer no, having no, a no, panic no. attack? No, it's just warning me that that's occurring, but um, that does not seem to be the case. Well, that's tied um, to the paint system. Yeah, and I you don't realize know. It's your paint taking damage, which is on the hull, so it's sort of legit. Oh, okay, fair enough. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too worried about that. But um, um, yeah, that's uh, it's not exactly a major subsystem, is it? Mm, I don't know. I mean, you've got to look good out there. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you wouldn't go out without brushing your hair and ironing your ironing your shirt, would you? Very true. And I have a trucker my, can't be half dressed. <laughs> that's well. Very true. I've just got my uh, DW2 decal, which I've obviously got to dock to install, but I'm about 30,000 light years from the nearest station, so I might have to uh, hold off on that one a little while. Okay, well, it, it, it sounds like you're having fun anyway. And are you going to be attempting to join us on the big convoy? Um, I'm hoping to, but uh, um, RL and all that. Um, but it's it's lovely to be here tonight. Okay, well, it's it's great to have you back, and um, obviously not that we don't like your, you know, the the original, but it's uh, it's great to have you back. We haven't seen you in far too long either. No, absolutely, and we must rectify that soon. And yeah, I mean, obviously talking about um, coincidentally, yes, um, seeing people and meeting up, but we we do have news of the next Hutton Pizza Meet. Dum 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 dum. dum. Um, we have Commander Ali Jacks all the way from the other side of the world is going to be flying over to the uh, the Untied Kingdom um, and is around in June. And we're looking at dates at the moment around the 4th, 11th or 12th of June. I think, well, it says 4th is favourite for reasons here in the script. Um, yeah, reasons being 4th the one I can get to. So I, I'm sort of leaning towards twisting arms to try and get together with Ali Jacks on the 4th, which I think is a Tuesday, isn't it? Possibly. But anyway, yes, we're, we're looking to have a Hutton Pizza meet um, either just before or just after the, the date of the convoy as well to catch up with Commander Ali Jacks, who's also one of our um, DJs on the radio as well. And a voice we've spoken to many times, but none of us have actually met yet. So we're looking forward to catching Ali Jacks, and we're going to invite as many people as we can to a pizza meet in the Manchester or Liverpool area. We know there are lots of commanders around there because we had a we had an event, didn't we? I'm sad I missed it. Yeah, well, we're sad you missed it, but we had a good time yeah. anyway. So yeah, uh, Flossie, do you think maybe maybe you're around then, or are you 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 know busy with I don't know work or something? Work. I don't do yeah. work. <laughs> well, whatever yes, it is, whatever work a... retired people do. <laughs> I don't do any work. I just play all day. Okay. <laughs> well, well. Um, <coughs> apart from your little bits of washing up and stuff. Well, that's, that's sort but, of work. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Um, yes, I'm hoping to get to the convoy. I did register for it yesterday, finally. Ooh, do you know what ship you're bringing? Uh, I'm bringing a Crate Phantom. And are you going to be ratting or hauling? A bit of both, I think. <laughs> yep. Well, we have had um, some volunteers. So, yes, the convoy. So, moving on from the pizza meat. Yes, the convoy is on the 8th in the evening, where we are taking some dusty bento balls um, somewhere. Yeah. 
Well, I think it's, uh, I think, now Commander Claire Helen says, I think it's about uh, 22 jumps from there to our destination. So the plan is during that week to load up before that evening. You don't want to turn up and go, right, we're going to start loading. And everybody goes, right, jump. I said, oh, yes. I haven't got any balls. Um, yeah, <laughs> you need to get your balls in order before we, we go on that evening. Um, so once you've got your balls in order, we're going to be starting under the station guns over there where, where they sell the um, the dusty bento balls. And we are playing a giant game of um, British Bulldog, which means we're trying to get to the destination without all getting blown up and interdicted and robbed by pirates. <laughs> and we yeah. understand there are hut mugs on offer. Ooh. Um, no, it doesn't mean that everybody doing it will get a hut and mug. The way we do it is we put some criteria up there, don't we? And the criteria then puts your name in the hat. So if you manage to get to the destination with at least some of your balls intact, um, then then you go into the hat and we've got a, um, some hut and mugs to give away. And we usually do a sportsmanship prize, don't we? Yeah. Uh, should I say sportspersonship prize or is that just too much of a mouthful? Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, Palantir, sir. Yes, sir. What, what's your definition of a, a proper Hutton sports personmanship person? Well, someone who really understands what PWP is all about. G- not hurting people unless they ask to be hurt first and pay you the requisite fee up front. Well, <laughs> there is that. Yeah, unfortunately, by doing it in open and 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 things, I think we're probably inviting trouble. I think we might as well paint targets on our backsides. Um, but yeah, but we, we, I think there will be some scoundrels after us. So well, that's some, part of the fun. We've done it before. We'll do it again. But there were some there were some daring rescues, and I think one of them, the um, the fuel rats got robbed at gunpoint, and um, then there were some people who were sort of dropping in, saving other ships and refueling and repairing. So I think now there's a group who've said I'm just trying to find it on the um, on our message forums here. Give me one second. There's a group who volunteered to run us some repair and fuel ratting style services, who are the. Uh, now <clears throat> I've got to find this now. It's it's down there. They've got their own name. They're not just rats. They're um, hull something. Oh, hang on a second. This is really rude of me not to know their name. It is the hull seals. Um, the hull seals. That's it. Or 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 balancing ball on nose. Yes, dusty bento balls with some seals. That's appropriate. So yes, honk, we've got some hong hong. Yep, yeah, some some hull some hull seals, and uh, we 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 don't mean from hull up where um. <laughs> Fantastic books are. No, we mean we mean um, repair ships and uh, refuelers coming to join us. And it looks like we're going to be inviting them to run the refuel point, but also fly up and down along the convoy and rescue anybody that runs out because they can't work the fuel scoop properly. Or they rescue you so Flossie doesn't have to. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to be very busy on all three platforms there, Flossie. Yeah, all three, well, no. Yeah, you're going to have to multi-box your jumps. I'm only doing PC on this one. All right, in which case you're in my wing, and if I run out of fuel, it's 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 yes, I'm going to be screaming, Flossie, help! <laughs> I don't think I can manage more than one platform at an event. Well, I think I think we've got ten wings signed up so far across the three platforms. Nice. Which is which is all right, and and more coming in uh, every single day. And um, what else have we got now? Um, yeah, we've got one person who's got a catch-22 problem. Apparently, when registering, this commander needs to state the ship they'll fly, but they don't yet have a wing, so they don't know what ship they're going to fly until they've got a wing, so they can't sign up. But until they sign up, we can't put them in a wing with people. It's it, Yeah, okay. 
Um, so we've just told them, turn up in something and we'll, we'll squeeze you in. Hello, Commander Midian Cabal. There you go. <laughs> um, Prepare to yeah. be squeezed. So that's the convoy. <laughs> there were a few questions about how the convoy is run. So, um, hang on a second. Who here has done a convoy? Palantir, have you done one of our convoys? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, you've missed out. No, but I'm signed Flossie up for this has. one. Flossie's yes, an have. old hand. You've done both, haven't you? Yes, I have, yeah. Overlight, did you do the last one? Uh, no, I only did the, um, the sort of the mass launch for the, uh, well, we went to, went to the Rift, um, which was the, the experience of all jumping as a gang, but that's not nearly as tense as a, uh, a full-on convoy, I imagine. Yeah, well, what we do is we, we, to try and avoid the trouble, we all start under the station guns and we, we go live with a radio show here on TeamSpeak. Um, we have a live broadcast room and we will be live broadcasting. So <coughs> we're going to have our lead wing in there. I've already got a volunteer. Um, the um, PBSF Ragnarok is also a not PBSF. Um, well, he's still Pixel Bandit, but he's also got a, a PC these days too um, and is going to be one of my wingmen um, along with a couple of others and Mr. Cow is going to be there as well and we're going to run the head of the convoy so we're going to be counting down the jumps and calling out the destinations so the wing leaders are going to get the the plan on strict instructions not to share it with the Don or any pirates um, but what we're going to do is they have it so that when we shout three two one jump everybody jumps um, and then we arrive and it's, ah, there are ships trying to interdict me. We've got to scoop and you've got three minutes to scoop, get ready and get ready to jump. And at the end of three minutes, we then jump again. And we do that 21 more times and then we get to the destination. Now, knowing us, of course, have we gone across safe space with lots of police in it? No. Have we gone across space that contains lots of scoopable stars? No. Um, have we gone across space that's got anything dangerous in it? Probably. So it is definitely a run of Bulldog. And you know the pirate's going to be chasing us. We're giving people a reason to use those wake scanners. Now, hands up anybody that's actually ever used a wake scanner for anything like harvesting data. Well, for, for its real purpose. Oh, no. I have. Were you naughty? Maybe. Maybe. Are you a bad, bad man? <laughs> on, on that occasion. Yeah, well, anyway, so, yeah, they might be chasing us using wake scanners, and there are going to be some combat ships trying to defend us, and there's going to be a real refuel point halfway where we all take a quick breather. So we jump into the refuel point, and we drop out into the nav beacon at the refuel point, and hopefully there'll be some um, repair seals, hull seals, and um, fuel rats waiting, and anybody who needs fuel and um, hull repairs can get it done. Um, you, I think you park in front of them. There's a procedure. It involves coming to a stop, flashing your lights at one of the um, refuel and repair ones, and they'll they'll sort you out. Just um, make sure you point your lights at the right ship. Uh, yes. Um, and um, try not to end up doing anything illegal, because otherwise not only will it be the pirates, but the police chasing you all the way to the destination. And then we get to the destination, and now, does anybody think the destination's going to have lots of large pads? No. <laughs> Highly unlikely, I suspect. No, very, very unlikely. It is very likely indeed, um, given that it's the location for the Gawin, Gawon, Gawin, Gawon dance dust, that it's got um, one medium and two small pads. And we've got to get there and unload without getting destroyed in the process as well. 
or doing something illegal and being refused permission to dock. And then at the end of that, everybody sends in their proof of, look, I did it. I picked some up and I got there and I didn't die. And then we put you all in a hat and we draw some prizes, including for the pirates. Honourable piracy will be rewarded. Robbery at beam laser point, that kind of thing, you know, um, without blowing people up, that kind of honourable piracy. And there will be a nominated um, black market as well for the pirates to hand them in and prove that they did the proper way of piracy and robbed some bulls. They nicked your balls. <laughs> right. Sounds painful. So yeah. there you go. That's that's the convoy, and that's on the eighth. I think we're going to be starting at the moment. I think we said about eight-ish. I believe so. Yes. Yep. We'll we'll confirm the time later. Um, there is a thread over on the official forums. There is an event over on the Facebook page, and there's some chit chat about it in the Discord channel as well. Um, but yes, just just search for Dusty Bento Balls and you'll find us. So there you go. Oh, that, that's, that, that's that one. Okay, now, uh, Commander Palantir. Yes, sir. We've got a message in the script from some of the team. Yes. I thought, they, I thought some of them were on holiday, but um, do, do you want to inform well, us what's going on? Well, I've wondered whether uh, Overlight, since it's actually involved in it, because Graham NK has given us uh, a numerical update on what's happened with their little expedition, and I wonder whether Overlight would want to uh, talk us through it. If you've got uh, the slightest idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> kind of. The trouble is, a little bit split, split up at the moment. You see, my idea of exploration is pick where I want to go and get there as fast as I possibly can. Jump, scoop, jump, scoop, jump, scoop, jump, scoop, repeat. Um, and my, my, my compadres, they like to look at interesting stuff, see the sights. Uh, so I'm a little bit ahead of them at the moment. Hmm. But that said, um, nothing further to report uh, from last week um, on our little, uh, little, little side quest. Um, uh, as I said, the, uh, the thing we're doing, I think, depends on a a certain order of visits of systems um but um but, but hopefully soon once they've caught up and we've all uh, been to the first couple of waypoints then, then then maybe we'll have an update then okay and what's this about uh, people shooting ahead in with combat bonds what, what's going on there what's he saying there from gray man uh, k yes mm. It says Overlight's name on it. You see, you may know nothing. It may be Cully yeah. Dam and not Overlight. I, I think they're two mm. separate sentences, but I yeah. think what that's talking about is um, Commander uh, Death Cube, who has um, submitted nearly two billion credits of uh, combat bonds as Ouch. recorded on the Hutton Helper. I suspect that's rather a lot of Xeno kills. But oh, is that, very... is that Xeno killing? Yes, and he's, oh, he's okay. overtaken the mighty Klopster, which is an impressive feat in itself. Um, oh, in so terms you... of, let's let's have a look and see if I can find combat bonds, all-time combat bonds. Yes, I'm just glancing at it now. The Klopster was on 1.376 billion credits on combat bonds, and the Darth Cube is 1,959,076,068 credits currently of combat bonds. Who is this Darth Cube? I oh, sounds like a, a vicious, vicious character. Now, I, I was just looking at the Thargoids killed thing because there's a there's a competition to get to ten thousand first, and I can't see the Darth Cube on Thargoid kills here. I'm just going through it. If you've done, t uh, no, number nineteen, nineteen, 
Ninety. So he's he's currently up to one thousand one hundred ninety-nine, which is that's that's nowhere near the top because Zane Till is still up there on five thousand one hundred and fifteen. However, I suspect it's quality as opposed to quantity. Of course, one Thargoid kill could be a scout. One Thargoid kill could be a uh, Medusa or a Hydra. Well, I think he said 10,000 Thargoids. He didn't say if it was little ones or big ones. No, but I suspect um, Darth Cube is killing the big ones to bring in that kind of uh, that kind of dollar. Yeah. But so I think, yes, the closest person is only halfway there um, to the 10,000. Now, um, I'm just trying to see who else we've got. Oh, the, the Wingnut's not doing too bad. The Wingnut's on 4,000. Um, our very own Falco Took from Hackswing is on 2,606. So, yeah, and Klopster is also down there on the 570. But I think Klopster only takes the big boys. Yes, in style. Yep. So, um, yeah, they're, they're getting there. I don't think they're going to be hitting the 10,000 Thargoids killed you know, in the next week or two. I think it's going to take them a while to get right up at the top there. But there is a special prize, apparently, that's been handcrafted. Oh. Uh, we forgot to count Basilisk kills in the helper, but this is the stats. Oh, yeah, so the, the, the competition stats in the last week, they've shifted 868 scouts, 205 cyclopes, 27 medusas, and 25 hydras. So there you go. That's pretty good going. Right. Now, what have we got next down here? Now, we've got some news from here. Now, did, I've got to check because I didn't catch everything last week due to poor poor signal and being out and about. Did we cover the hearing dogs? We did. And the and fact you... that there was some exciting news on its way. Right. OK. Well, I think what we can do now, we've now got permission that we can read out the letter we had from the hearing dogs. And then we're going to tell you what we're going to doing about it. Who would like to volunteer to read this letter out? OK, I'll do it. Go on, then. Hi Mike, I hope this email finds you well. I just wanted to let you know that following the fundraising over the last 12 months, Elite Meat and Hutton Orbital Truckers have now raised £10,065.91 for hearing dogs. This means that we can now allocate that money towards naming and sponsoring a puppy through its training. Is this something you would still like to do? If yes. so. Oh, interactive memo. If so, we will need a few things from you to start the ball rolling. Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Is it a bento ball? It's, it sounds dusty. We will need to know if you have a breed preference. Yes. Yes. No, don't, don't read the other ones out. There's only one breed preference in that list, isn't there? <laughs> yes. It's Spaniel. Yes. Yes. Of the, of the cocker variety. Yep, definitely. We're not going to read the other ones because it's got to go... The full Co Spaniel. It's got to be Cocker. Co sorry, Spaniel. Yes, that's yes. it. Yes. We need a lot more Cocker. Yes. And we'll also need some name options. We do need to ensure that the chosen names are deaf-friendly, so we advise you to give us a couple of male and a couple of female options. That sounds a bit, um, a bit strange. <clears throat> the process then is that an upcoming litter will be selected and a suitable puppy chosen from the litter. This is not immediate. Oh, funny and that, due to gestation yes, cycles. Yes, yes. Come on, hurry up. We need puppies. Come on, the job. Don't, don't throw the bucket of water on them. This is not Just immediate. Just faster, woman. And can sometimes be a month or two after you submit the names, as sometimes they're not in the mood. As we do breed our own puppies. This is really shouldn't be reading this out in public, do they? They do, they do breed, their, breed their own puppies and we don't have a steady flow of litters through the year. Usually several will come along at once uh, due to the breeding cycles. Uh, okay. If you've got any questions, let me know, etc., etc. Yours sincerely and all that. 
Hearing Dogs fundraising coordinator for uh, it's the the West Midlands coordinator that I think we're we're in touch with there. I mean, I know we were joking around on that one. It is quite a it's a serious thing, but it's a fun thing too uh, for us because we've had enormous fun helping raise this money. So well done, everybody. Because obviously that means we've also done an awful lot for special effect over the year because we have been splitting across the two. But yes, hearing dogs, this is all about the hearing dogs. Now, we were given a choice of what breed preference, and of course we've said spaniel, and then the names. Now we thought originally, should we should we open it up to the Hutton truckers to suggest names? And then we looked at previous um polls that went up. Doggy McDogface. You see, there's one. And what was the other one gonna be? Harambi, wasn't it? Mm, it was going yes. to be Harambi. So um, we were speaking to our representative from the Hutton Truckers who looks after all things hearing dogs. That would be uh, Commander Snoz um, and, of course, Alvin, who has the final say-so on these things, to, to come up with a few names. Now, we've come up with three at the moment that we really like, which was obviously it was Hutton, Hutton and Hutton. <laughs> But obviously we have to submit Hutton, <laughs> Hutton the puppy. It sounds great. But obviously we have so to So obviously that. that one, we, we parked Hutton. Now, of course, that could be a male or a female hearing dog name, potentially. Um, now, hang on a second. Incoming message from Commander Snoz. Oh, I've got to be fair. Yes. Okay. There, there, at the moment, there are three names submitted by three commanders, which was um, Snoz and Cow and me. Um, and we're, we're looking for any other really, really sensible suggestions, but not the silly ones. But um, so we've got now he's going to tell me in a minute who suggested what, because we put all three names down. Um, I, th I think I just shouted Hutton a lot at the phone. Uh, Mr. Cow actually suggested um, Tady as a puppy name, which I quite liked. I like that, too. And I think that might suit a female name, possibly. Tidi. Tidi. TD, TD, do, 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 TD, TD, yeah. So, yeah, so Hutton and TD. And, and of course, the wonderful suggestion came in, which I, I think this may have been Snoz's one himself, was Eden, actually, because, of course, Hutton Orbital orbits Eden. I thought that was a lovely name for a puppy, too. It's our safety suggestion. That's our safety suggestion. Obviously, we'd love to just submit Hutton, 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 or Hutton, but um, we, we, have to, we have to play squeaky ball. And, um, yes. So yes, we were looking. We we're looking at uh, Eden and TD and um, Hutton as the options at the moment. We're going to think a little bit harder for uh, you know uh, a few more days, and then we're going to submit our suggestions to Hearing Dogs w with our thanks. Obviously, they don't need to do this. We don't do it because we wanted a name. We do it because we're fundraising. So unless anybody's got really awesome suggestions, those are I think what we're going to submit, and then. And we're going to probably chuck those across unless we have any other really obvious, awesome suggestions we've forgotten. So there I'm you surprised go. we haven't got to lay out. Well, I did things we felt that might be, number one, a little hard, particularly um, if you're lip reading, potentially. But then again, Hutton might not that be that easy. Don't know. Well, the dog but, doesn't uh, have to lip read. Well, no, the dog doesn't, but they have to be they have to be deaf friendly. We don't know what's involved in making a deaf friendly name, whether it has to have the right number of, you know, harder noises in it or to make it <clears throat> easier to hear. Don't know. But there are some rules they have about making sure the names are deaf friendly. So we don't know what the rules are. We'll submit some and they may give us some feedback. The wolf. If we can't do Lael, we could do wolf, but that's yeah. Oh. Might as well call the dog Killer or Butch or something. <laughs> or Dean Bridges. Uh, yeah, possibly, but definitely won't be calling it John Wick. 
Um, anyway, so yes, thank you very much to Commander Snoss for passing that over, and thank you very much to the Hearing Dogs fundraising coordinator um, for sending us that message. It's going to be great fun because once we've made a decision and they've accepted it then we're obviously going to get details and some pictures and further information on the training we do already i think sponsor we we, we um as a group to pay monthly into a little fund to sponsor one of the puppies as it is but we, we're going to have one that we've we've helped name and this sponsorship's going directly towards so um we're looking forward to seeing some updates once they have news and of course pictures of puppies yay which is good Oh, Cookie, thank you very much, Commander Snoz. Yes, it was Cookie that we look, um, we sponsor at the moment. So we've got Alvin, who's with Snoz, and then Cookie we sponsor at the moment, and then we're going to have another one too. So there you go. Um, now, what else have we got? Uh, feedback from Snoz. Yes, yes, yes. I yes, will yes. just say, regarding the 10,000 Thargoid kills, I have had a sneak preview of the trophy, and it is amazing. I mean, is it a big trophy? Is it shiny? It's gorgeous. It is. Yes, and actually quite um, scary, but in a good way. Suggestion, uh, a suggestion from one commander. How about um, we suggest the name Mug? But mug. Walkie, walkie's Mug. Come on, Mug, sit, Mug. No, I'm, I'm not sure, Mug. Mug. <laughs> Imagine mug. calling across the uh, calling across the Mug, Mug, come here, Mug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got exactly the thing. I, it was the Docker's reference. But maybe you could pretend it's a priest and call it Father Mug. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> well that goes it's almost as bad a pun as fort <laughs> mug yes <clears throat> no i think we we did briefly consider mug but we thought that would be too silly and they'd say no mm -hmm. but obviously some somebody has to be partnered with this puppy um and will be there uh, will be their uh, you know assistant for many many years and uh, yes we can't go too silly anyway right what do we got coming up next there's a few messages from snoz there but then um oh we, we've got it now there's an audio file here that uh, i don't remember is it a, could this be the hack swing briefing yes sir did i miss the hack swing briefing in the news you did and whilst you were talking i inserted it oh, you inserted your hack swing yes. into my I, script that, that, that bit when you started echoing oh. I wonder why I went all squeaky there. Um, yeah, so oh, oh, so we have a hackswing briefing, and then we've got you know, the the next instalment. Bam, 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 bam. Of now, which, which am I? The tall one, the medium one, or the short one here? You're the little one. Uh, oh, I'm the short little one. one. <clears throat> oh right, okay. I think I can. I think I can do that one. I can Uncle Uncle Albert it up. That'll do me. Right. So should we do? Should we go to the hackswing briefing? So, um, yeah, it says here, in a similar way to how I get dressed, it's time to start with a briefing. Incoming message from Hackscom. I like sharing good news, and I have more this week. We successfully defended all three of the systems we operated in last week. Well done, truckers. Let's keep kicking Tharg all the way back to the cone sector and teach them you don't mess with humanity. We will begin this week defending Gusarico. Look for the AX conflict zones and kick all the bugs out. Keep an eye out, though. I'm seeing reports from AXI indicating Tharg may be changing tactics. Some CZs have only scouts, while others will have double the normal interceptors. And we even have some unconfirmed reports of interceptors regenerating hearts. But no matter what trickery Tharg is up to, I know we'll kick the bugs out of Gusarico. After that, we'll be convincing Tharg that Lokapai isn't worth their time either. Hunt up the non-human signal sources there and turn those goids into clouds of acidic green mist. 
If you need tips on AX Combat, be sure to ask in the Hutton Facebook or Discord, or head over to the Hacks Wing Facebook group. Also, don't forget that empty stations aren't worth Tharg's time, so ferrying evacuees to rescue ships also helps. Alright truckers, let's mount up, fight hard, ferry money, and defend the mug. And AXCOM transmission. Defend the mug. Ooh. Well, there you go. That's what we have to do to blow up the And, of course, copies of these various audio clips. I think um, Commander Ventura uploads various ones of our clips also to media.forthemug.com. And yes, we'll I try do. and put... There you go. Uh, thank you very much. And we'll put links in all over the place. So if you if you need to catch up on it, I'm sure you can you can find out without having to listen to the entire show again. Talking of listening to the show again, okay, it's 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 that time again. Now we, we've got a guest stunt introducer here. So would you like to introduce the next segment, and then we can go over to the next bit, and then the other bit, and then some music? Is that me? Yes. Right. I think it is my place this week to introduce the pilots who are discussing their places. I look down my nose at them all. A look down on pilots who use head trackers because A flay in immersive VR. I look up to the VR pilot, but I look down on the player with just a screen. I have a head tracker. Hey, oh, I know my place. I look up to head tracker pilot, but not as much as I look up to the VR pilot. I see the wonders of the galaxy, but I have spent all my money on expensive ship systems, so I sometimes look up to the head tracker pilot. I still look up to the VR pilot, because although he has no money, his experience is more immersive than mine. I know my place. I look up to them both. Whilst I have more money, my experience is not as immersive. We all know our place, but what do we get out of it? I get a sense of superiority over them. I get a sense of inferiority from the VR pilot, but a sense of superiority over the player with just a screen. Hey. I get sore neck. So there you go. That was that was this week's one of them. So it is traditional when we have a guest presenter in the studio to drop the guest presenter right in it. I think we may have a better equipped guest presenter than we have had in the last few weeks. Well, you're sitting closer to him than I am. Yeah. So and of course we we can't squander this lovely tune that was made. So um, I'm not going to ask the question yet. I'll ask it after the tune. So um, run VT. Pit reports here with all of the latest hot pit report. But what does it mean when they see we're expanding? Does that mean that we're all getting fat? Where can we sell all our data and not be a dirty truck and funk up cock and boob loving useless incredibly annoying truck and Hot pit report here with all the instructions Hot pit report It's time for the hot pit reports So Commander Overlight what did all of that stuff mean? Ah, <laughs> oh, it was a rather wonderful song telling us all about the hot pittance uh, report that everybody should listen to the instructions and, and, and heed the word of the Hutton Orbital Truckers political information team. So can I, can I ask some really pointy questions? Go ahead. Right. So, I, as if I was paying attention earlier, 
Yes. It's all about the hag hole. Yes. Yes. So hag hole. Uh, uh, we've been hackering after hag hole for a little while and some some sterling work by some of my colleagues in the uh, hot pit team made it happen. Uh, we have that election for control, which is uh, awesome. Um, and we're doing rather well. Well, just, uh, I mean, for, for the uninitiated, obviously, so to get an election for control, we did lots of stuff for Hutton because we don't own a station yet there. Correct. Correct. So, so we've that, got to do stuff for Hutton elsewhere and then also we can do yes. missions there, can't we? So what that means is that uh, exploration data and trade, uh, or at least legal trade, are no good to us in Hag Hull at the moment because for uh, exploration data and trade to be beneficial, um, you have to trade with the or sell the exploration data at a station owned by the faction that you want to help. And as you say, we don't own one, so that's no good to us. But we're there on the mission board, so um, missions for HOT, the higher the influence, the better, the five plus 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 ones. Incidentally, the Hutton Helper has been upgraded now. So that will recognise uh, and and duly reward um, those uh, high influence missions. Um, so yeah, when, when you sorry, this is the what does it all mean bit, and I'm I'm asking the sort of silly questions. So when you hand in the missions, you get a choice of do you want the cash, or do you want the a little bit of cash and some cargo, and typically then the third one along is the either either rep or influence. Which one are we looking for the big pluses in? Is it the rep or influence? It's the in so, so rep is if you want to uh, ingratiate yourself with a faction. So if you're trying to get a permit or something like that with a uh, faction that you get it from. Or, or make Leal love you. You make Leal love you. We all want to you know we all want to bask in Leal's love obviously um but uh, some, the other some more thing, than others Cecil. Yes. very much so uh, the other benefit of being of have being allied with the faction is you will get the best mission payouts for them and the best rewards uh, but the reward we want uh, or certainly the reward that will help uh, Hutton orbital truckers the most is the influence reward and as i said the missions that have got the the plus 5 influence rewards are the uh, the creme de la creme so if you could select them that would be Awesome. Right, and um, is it is it Dean Bridges that looks after the transport side of things it for us? It is as well? Dean Bridges. Yes. He's, now, what, uh, what about trans? What about transport missions, particularly the, the bulk ones? Are they they help as well? They're all good. I mean, since uh, for a little while now, um, it's. Um, it's all good. I mean, each mission has got a different rewards, so the bulk aren't necessarily better. They're all they're all good in different ways. Um, just look when you have a look at the mission. You're just a bit a like Hutton Truckers. You're all great, but all... just in different ways. Exactly, and yeah. we're greater than the sum of our parts. But just when you pick the missions, have a look at the rewards available. You can filter uh, by influence um, and actually have a look at see which ones offer the best influence as a prize. Pick them. Uh, from uh, Mischerschmidt City, uh, which is the station in Haghole, um, it's got large landing pads, so you can, you know, you can go there in, uh, in any ship you like, and um, those for us in Haghole will help us to win the day. We are doing well, but it's that last little push we need. Well, yeah, we, we've had, we've had that question obviously because it used to be that during elections and wars, um, you could see your influence and how well you were doing, sort of swing as you were doing it, but it doesn't work like that anymore, does it? it it's it's pegged to. It, yeah. Level pegging. So and a little message somewhere that says, you know, how many days that you've dominated or something, isn't it? Yes, that's right. So what used to happen, uh, we need to dwell on that too much, but what used to happen was when your influence matched with an eligible faction, you would go into a uh, conflict state with them, either a war or an election, uh, and then that would last until you'd created a certain gap and held that gap for long enough, then you would win or eventually it would fizzle out. Um, now what happens is the influence locks and it stays the same for the duration of the conflict state. Um, 
you can track that um, if you're part of the faction. You can actually look in the uh, in the sorry part of the squadron, part of the Hutton Orbital Squadron. Uh, you can look in the squadron screen and actually see where we are uh, in the election at the moment. Uh, so right now, well, see, while he's looking that one up, Commander Palantir. Yes, sir. This, this is the most informative. What does it all mean? We've had in months. I know. I think he should have his own spin-off show. Actually, that theme tune, I think we might just have to say that's Overlight's theme tune now. Oh, no. We might have to you know, send, send you know, the, the, the splitter that is Dead Meat GF back to the naughty step. What have I done to deserve this? <laughs> well, hey, sorry, I was just covering while you were looking up there. That's uh, all right. So yes, yeah, so right now you can you can see there's there's a, there's a little slidey bar on the conflict status, and it shows you uh, whether you are close to defeat or, or close to victory. And we are we are we are on the cusp of victory. It normally takes about a week, can be a bit less, uh, but normally takes about a week. And um, and then on success, we will you well the the other benefit now uh, is it will tell you actually what you will achieve if you win said election or what you will lose uh, if you lose uh, said election so you, you know what the outcome is going to be whereas before we just had to take our best guess so that was difficult when we were trying to take bonkers for instance we didn't know we were <laughs> going to win bonkers until we won the system and it gave us because it was the i think that was bonkers wasn't the biggest is it the biggest station over in wolf 25 i can't remember there, were, there was one where we really wanted the station and then we realized that we won the system and didn't get the station which was a, a proper pain in the, yeah <laughs> That was, uh, I'll be honest, that was before my time. But yeah, that, that's the thing. It was a guessing game before. So now you know what the, the outcome is going to be, which certainly which certainly helps us. The other thing to note about... Oh, go on. I was going to say, the other thing to note about conflict states is actually what affects influence in conflict states. Um, so for election, election is a very peaceful thing. They're always peaceful elections, aren't they? No one ever gets upset about them. Um, and so therefore... <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't love having gone to vote today. No, oh, indeed. Therefore, only uh, missions count, certainly in this election, because it's only missions and passengers that we can do to benefit said election. Um, conflict actions, i.e. bounties, combat bombs, that sort of thing, they don't help. Conversely, if the conflict state was a was a war, a civil war, then it would be all your combat actions that would that would make the difference. Oh, assassinations um, and yeah. um, massacre kind of targets thing. and that kind of, Okay, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so hence that's why we need missions uh, to help us. I mentioned before trade. Um, the way you can help is to undermine uh, the revolutionary party of Haghole uh, by trading on the black market. There, that actually damages their influence. Um, so, if you have a look at their system, uh, sorry, have a look at the system. Have a look at what's uh, what's actually illegal there. Um, so, if can. you fancy a bit of hand solo, you know, smuggling it under yeah. the floorboards. Exactly that 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 sort of thing. Um, then you can actually, um, that, that, if that if that's your thing, you can make a reasonable amount of cash doing that, and um, and also uh, that will uh, that will certainly help us. So so it is uh, help us, help us, hurt them, hurt them. Yeah, you've, you've yeah. Got, that's it. It all adds up. It's all the the, the old. Um, it's all about filling buckets. All right. Okay. So we're nearly going to get that one. We'll get that one. And we, we don't know what we're doing next. Well, we do actually, because I noticed there was a comment came up in the chat from a Commander Lenin. It's not actually relevant to the comment he made, but um, we also have a target there in that there was a new station built in one of our systems called Leningrad, which um, Commander Lenin privately funded off Void Opals, I believe. Um, and it's in one of Hutton's systems, but we don't own Leningrad yet. So I think possibly once we've got the hag hole in the bag, 
Um, yes, we'll have to help the oligarch out. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to help Lenin bring Leningrad, um, yes, under under Alvin's benevolent, waggy, squeaky control. I shall be incoming with lots of uh, exploration data to help that. As I say, exploration data in stations that we own, brilliant, uh, but not if... Uh, not if See, that don't. one's going to be tricky, because in order to get that, we're going to have to help whoever owns it and sort of tease them with, ha-ha, you might be able to take over one of Hutton's systems, ha-ha, and then, oh, no, you're not. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to have roots. to help them for a while so that we can get into an election with them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we'll get, uh, we'll get Hag Hole sorted, and then we'll get on it. Ah, fantastic. And, of course, um, Dead Meat GF sends a very, very important message about LHS 340. Don't go there. Don't go there. <clears throat> and, obviously, what does it all mean, the Colonia version? Well, we had a lot of detail on Colonia earlier, but, um, yes, do missions in Il Procol and um, work. Now, the bit about working for them, there, there's two other factions in Il Procol Centauri that are currently at election and mm. we want to help pioneers and explorers and her like dealer or like dear or whatever it is of colonia so yes we, we want pioneers to win the election i have to be a bit careful last time i went to colonia i broke it and got into all sorts of trouble right that was the last line there they promised not to break it this time that was you uh, might have been so and you might friends. end up re releasing releasing dead meat from the naughty step and going to occupy it yourself. Yes, it, but it was mainly me, yes. Well, Sorry, look, thank Hanky. You, thank you very much indeed, Commander Overlight, for probably the most informative what does it all mean we've had in an awful long time. <laughs> My pleasure. Okay. Now, I know it says here that I'm going to do the intro to the next bit, but I think that Commander Palantir as chief cheerleader for Commander Flossie, should introduce the next bit. Okay, and are we doing the long intro or the short intro, musically think, speaking? Well, it's up to Commander Ventura. I don't know whether he's got an option or he's just got one of them. He's, he's asked if you want the long version. I've got it both. does give it... Oh, he's I, got it. Well, I think, I think we've, we've had quite a long chitter-chatter section here with lots of stuff in it. So um, if it's the same tune, just the, the, the brief version, I think Flossie's got a lot to say as well. So if the brief version is there, I think we go for the briefer. When the universe is in trouble, bug infestations in the bubble, your home stations burn rubble. What on earth can we do now? Interstellar initiatives Let Flossie tell you what it is Then you can get involved with this You should listen to what Flossie says Interstellar initiatives Flossie tells us what she thinks it is Then you can get involved with this Now you should Listen to what Flossie says. Hello, Flossie here with this week's CG, or should I say Interstellar Initiatives, news. Zendi Partners Defence Appeal and Segnen Exchange Security Initiative. Following a series of hostile engagements in the Senyof ENH D1196 system, recently established as a hub of Guardian Technological Research, both Zendi Partners and Segrin Exchange have appealed for support. Freya Chain, CEO of Zendi Partners, made this announcement. Shortly after our company 
deployed a magship transport service connecting Zendi and Guardian Space, our convoys came under attack. We have evidence to suggest that Segnan Exchange is responsible for this flagrant attempt to undermine our efforts. I call upon the galactic community to assist Zendi partners in removing this threat to our operation. Our plans to begin production of an advanced multi-cannon can proceed once Segnan Exchange's disruptions have been dealt with. Meanwhile, Cedric Stone, CEO of Segnan Exchange, provided his statement. Zendi Partners apparently intends to control the trade of Guardian communities in Sydney ENH D1196, which is perhaps why there is a violent resistance to their operation. My company would only ever respond to threats with an appropriate level of self-defence. In order to re-establish peace and protect our research into new Guardian human technology, we ask independent pilots to support Segnan exchange vessels in the system. Securing a permanent presence will allow my company to, to complete work on an advanced Dumfire launcher on schedule. Our newly established outpost, Indigo Dock, will serve as our base of operations in these efforts. The two factions have set out campaigns in Sinyuf ENH D1196 to take place between the 23rd and 29th of May, 3305. To be eligible for rewards, you must sign up as an active participant before handing in combat bonds at either the Prospect or Indigo Dock in the Sinyuf ENH D1196 system. Depending which side wins, we'll, we'll decide which weapon will become available. So choose your size wisely. That's this week's Interstellar Initiatives News. Flossie told you what to do. Well, thank you very much, Commander Flossie. Now, um, I, I tell you what, um, the the um, floor mopping guy decided to wander into the middle of the studio there, <clears throat> complete with his floor mopping hoover. Um, so I, t I tell you what, I've got a. Um, if you, I'll just pull this out from under the desk. You got a good grip on that this time, yes? You get a run up, and you can have a good swing. You got to get a good run up. Go on. All right, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Right <clears throat> there, you go floor mopping guy. No, we shouldn't be mean to floor mopping guy. I'm not sure it was him. It was one of the automated cleaning robots during the talking there. Right, um, I'm going to hand over to um, Palantir now. Well, on that note, I think it's time we put our sex on fire. I went over to Commander Wotherspoon's Gownet News. Taking us into that, it's the Kings of Leon. My name is Alex Quinn, and this is my first personal log entry as the new Chief of Base Security at Hutton Orbital. So, how did I end up here? Well, before taking this job, I was Petty Officer in the Federal Navy, and it was going pretty well for me. Until, whilst on routine patrol on some backwater outpost, my unit ran into some of the local population that didn't appreciate us being there, and showed that appreciation by shooting at us. Now, normally, this would not have been a problem. However, the night before, I'd drunk an obscene amount of Erin in Pearl whiskey in the officer's mess and was quite squiffy the next morning. 
It was in this foggy state that I mistook the meaning of my commanding officer's orders of fire at will. And, well, let's just say Captain Will was never the same again after that. I was court-martialed, found guilty, and dishonorably discharged. I had nowhere to go and no job to turn to, so I jumped at the opportunity when the job of Chief of Base Security for Hutton came up. Apparently, the previous chief met his untimely end by way of a faulty airlock, a bottle of mega gin, and an animatronic sheep named uh, Dolly. But the way I saw it, one man's loss was another man's gain. Mine. So, I made my way to Hutton Orbital, and after an interview that was shorter than the actual trip, he asked if I had a pocket for dog treats, and then shook my hand and said I had the job. I kind of thought this might not be the greatest career change for me when the majority of the questioning consisted of being repeatedly asked if I was sure I actually wanted the job. Well, the HR reps said that I was the perfect man for the job. Turns out, I was the only man for the job. No one else had turned up. So, from there, I was shown to my office, which can only be described as a broom cupboard mainly because it's actually just a broom cupboard with a table and chair on one side, a picture of his fluffiness Alvin hanging on the other side, and a waste bin with Give Me Your Trash, a pair of rather evil-looking eyes sketched on one side. Well, with my predecessor now on his way into deep space whilst frozen in a compromising position with Dolly and no formal handover, Cookie the intern passed me a short and uh, slightly chewed job description. So, number one, the anacondas at Hutton are 100 credits. They are not free. Number two, do not go into cubicle three, ever, under any circumstance. Number three, keep Cecil away from the mega gin storage. Number four, beware that the security teams at Hutton like to shoot first. Shoot again, shoot some more, and then when everyone's dead, check to see if they have entered the correct room. Number five, do not interfere with Alvin's private security, or you might just get a zero-G spaniel in the face. Number six, for the mug. So, it looks like I've got my work cut out for me. I just hope that not much happens all the way out here. I mean, it's not as if anyone actually comes here deliberately, is Chief, we have a situation here in Docking Bay 2. Here's what I think of that suggestion. <laughs> We've got another one. You, you won't believe us about the anacondas. You want me, Meg? That's my favourite one. We need your assistance, Chief. Over. Looks like his neighbours have taken objection to our shouting. We're gonna need a medic. Chief Quinn here. I'm on my way. Out. Damn it. End of personal log entry. Briefing now starting in conference room three is the introduction to dark landing procedures. Welcome to the starport. We hope you enjoy.
Galnet News Digest, 23rd of May 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Clash of the Tech Giants. All-purpose weapons promote killing spree. Tharg takes one hell of a beating. The S-shaped rift. Clash of the Tech Giants. Following the success of last week's appeal to all pilots, a Guardian tech broker has been abducted and installed in a gilded cage at the Prospect in the snappily titled Sinuf EN-HD11-96 Centre of Operations for Zendi Partners. Guardian Tech can be traded for permission to use Guardian modules, and Guardian modules may be purchased and equipped at the Prospect. Although the curses of the trapped technology broker are believed by some to bring bad luck. For Zendi Partners, that bad luck comes in the form of rival corporation Segnan Exchange, which Freya Tain of Zendi accuses of attacking convoys in the system, and which has recently established an outpost, Indigo Dock. Segnan Exchange insists that it has every right to maintain a presence in the system, leading to an irreconcilable difference of opinions between the two corporations. As is usual when there's an irreconcilable difference of opinion between two corporations, Zende and Segnan have decided to settle the matter by a process of military attrition, which is a sort of voting using guns. Whichever corporation destroys the most ships from the other corporation will get to keep the Sinuf EN-HD11-96 system and the two transporter megaships, the Conduit and Sadler's Song. The other corporation will go home with nothing. All-purpose weapons promote killing spree. In unrelated news, Zende Partners claims to be on the brink of revealing an advanced multi-cannon and has offered to share the technology should it succeed in repelling Segnan Exchange from the system. Using synthesised ammo, the advanced multi-cannon will be suitable for attacking both human and guardian targets, meaning no more awkward outfitting choices and no more being defenceless when the Xeno-huggers start throwing milkshakes. This gives commanders a clear reason to back Zendi partners in the struggle for the hearts and minds of the inhabitants of Sinuf EN-HD11-96. Segnan partners, by comparison, are offering a new Dumbfire missile system if they win the battle. The advanced Dumbfire launcher will behave entirely differently from Zendi's advanced multi-cannon because it's a missile launcher. It will use synthesised ammo which will make it suitable for use against both humans and Thargoid targets. Oddly enough, the crafting requirements will be identical to the Zende partner's offering, and in both cases the new weapon will take a normal weapon slot and will not count against the experimental weapons quota. They can both be engineered for extra boom for your space buck. So, is it better to repel the Thargoid threat using a new advanced multi-cannon or a new advanced dumbfire launcher. The way to have your say is to decide which humans you'd like to kill. Tharg takes one hell of a beating. 
The thyroid assault on the bubble seems to be heading back where it came from, with just two unpronounceable systems reporting a massive thyroid presence and three stations requiring emergency evacuation. The affected stations are Iqbal Station in Gikiriko, Mason Port in Ududigenta, and Ryman Orbital, famed for its stationary supplies in HIP 13173. There are still dozens of stations requiring repair, and there are still huge numbers of Thargoids in the Pleiades. But it's beginning to look like we're winning the Battle of the Bubble. And that's before Zende Partners and Segnan Exchange offer their new, improved, advanced weapons. In related news, the Lave Radio Network has caught up with the year-old information that turreted Guardian plasma chargers, Flechette and Shard Cannon, all require a gunner to make them work properly. If you don't have a gunner, these weapons can still provide forward-only fire. This has been the case since well before Commander Adler Weiss cruelly stole the credit for mapping Pomesh 2C from the creator of the Pomesh Ridge Challenge, Commander Alec Turner. The S-shaped rift. The quality of the view from the cockpit has improved dramatically for some commanders today with the release of the S-shaped rift binoculars. Using these new binoculars, which are not believed to have any connection to the more powerful Formidine rift, commanders can see more clearly. It's reported that the cockpit view appears more compelling and vivid when viewed using these binoculars. Owners of the older CV-1 rift are reported to be having trouble finding a market willing to buy their outdated consumer tech. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. He's, he's, he's on the pulse again, isn't he, you know, Commander Wallace? I mean, you know, just this morning he was saying, but but there isn't any Galnet news. They release it on Sunday and then Tuesday and then Lave Radio get all the best stories, And but he still manages to come up with something every single week. Well, he certainly was throbbing there, I'll tell you. His digestion was definitely gurgling away. And the outcome must have been, must have been fragrant because um, we haven't complained about it just yet. <laughs> I don't, anyway, know if you, don't know if you can be up wind on the radio, but never mind. Well, if you've seen us on stage, then yes. Or was it crosswind? Never mind. Um, okay, now let's see. What do we? We had a couple of tunes so far. We, uh, guesses wise, the the guesses we've had so far are Litho Breakers are uh, Litho Breakers on holiday. Yes. So, um, so we, we've had the Kings of Leon with Sex on Fire, and we've had um, what was it? What was the other one? It was uh, Noel Gallagher's on... High Flying Bird Bathard Keep on Reaching. Keep on reaching high-flying birds and, okay, Sex on Fire, Kings of Leon. There's got to be a link between these two, but um, I suppose we might as well move on. And now it's time for our weekly buck. Um, But first, he might be a fool, but he's a Hutton fool, and that's just fine with us. And, of course, with the villagers. All right, truckers, Percy Thrasher here. Now I've got a little poem from back in the day. 
It was done by a chap named Dudley Moore. As I was walking down the street one day, I saw a house on fire. There was a man at an upper story window, screaming and shouting because he was sore afraid. We said, jump you fucker, jump. Jump into this blanket while we are holding and you'll be alright. He jumped, hit the deck, broke his trucking neck. There was no blanket. Laugh, I nearly shat. I have not laughed that hard since Grandma died. Aren't you Mabel caught her left tit in the mangle? We are miserable truckers. Filthy truckers. Yarse holes. Thank you very much, Commander. That's an old one, and it's a good one. Truckers, this old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways, back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. And if you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as a Hutton pizza meat without beer. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the explorers, jumping around like them horny rabbits in a field, Commander Maddor took the lead with almost uh, 84,300 light years jumped. Tearing up the Don's dastardly desperados this week is Commander Texas Stew with 41.1 million credits earned and accounted for. Keep up the good work there, Commander. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Marco 2612 with 476 mission points earned. Now that sure put a smile on Miss Lale's face. Hauling cargo like a hunting trucker auto, Commander James Bradley transported and sold just about 38,000 tons this week. 
and driving the Hutton High Speed Rail this week, Commander the Murphy hauled 3,767 passengers around the galaxy and earned himself a five-star rating from all the passengers, too. Now, if you remember, we have a new challenge set forth by Commander FTM Mustang. It's open season on Thargoids, and you don't even need a license or tags for it. So, if you're into fumigating a few bugs, fire up that ship and get to Thargoid hunting. So our top Thargoid killer this week is still Commander FTM Mustang with 323 bugs squished. But our current leaders are Commander Zane Till with 5,115 destroyed, Commander Ed Hunter with 4,263 splattered, and Commander Wing Nun English with 4,068 fumigated. First one to 10,000 kills is the winner, and the prize is worth fighting for, I assure you. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is still held by Commander Litho Breaker in 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 9 seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of May was done by Commander Malice XR3 in 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 56 seconds. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways. Only ships in the galaxy that come with your choice of body pillow for your bunk. Psycho Cow or Cubicle 3. Yeehaw! That's a, that's a lot of very successful truckers there and some big numbers too. Apart from the Hutton Run, which is not a small enough number. But hey, never mind. Somebody's going to beat him sooner or later. And he's on holiday this week, so go on, go, go beat him. Right, now, we, we've got a choice, team. A really important choice. I think we accidentally left the green room locked this week, so we've only got a few people in the green room, lots of people listening in, but only a few people in the green room. Now, the choice is we can run to the green room, or we can open the door and we can invite the green room in here. What do you reckon? Where's floor mopping guy? We might need his help. Should, should, should we invite them up here? All right, special, uh, just, special, just let me put the valuables trip. out the way. Hang on, I've got to lock the gin away. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, t- I tell you what, what, what we're going to do then is I think um, in, in a minute we're going to do the, the thing with the tune and the guesses and the stuff, but I think looking at the green room there, we're just going to open the door and invite them in here. So during the tune, we'll open the door and invite them in here, find them a comfy chair, pour them a drink, and then we'll do the green room in here before the end of the show. How about that? Are you okay with that, Commander Ventura? Yep, that's fine with me. Yep, it saves faffing around with turning the feed on and off and everything else. So, um, and now, oh, there's your guesses. Anybody guessed yet? Let's have a look. Um, nothing that I've seen. Absolutely nothing. So, what were the tunes so far? They were, um, you, you posted them up. 
So we've had full uh, villagers, sex on fire with the kings of Leon, and um, Noel's high flying birds with uh, keep on reaching. That was it. There is a link between them. But maybe the next one's going to help people. So, and now the green room. Well, not now, but soon ish after this bit. Oh, I don't know. Why do we do this bit every week? No one knows. By Queens of the Stone Age. Howdy there, Hoss. I'm Buck. You see this asp? This ain't your asp. This one's mine. But it could be yours. The Lake On Spaceways asp is the ultimate in versatile space flight. Why? It has more uses than a mason jar at a county fair. It even has a tool for removing stones from horses' hooves. Old Bessie sure appreciates that. Your new ASP can be rigged in three wonderful editions, exclusively from Lake On Spaceways. You can get yourself an Explore ASP for those long road trips to the Crab Nebula, a Combass for taking part in the next nearby Civil War, or even our most popular edition, the Hall ASP. Perfect for trucking to hunting, just like old Buck Naked did during the hunting run. Take my advice, partner. Everyone should have a good asp they can trust to keep on trucking all night long. Only from Lake On Spaceways. Hot and Orbital Radio, we really are very, very sorry. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Um, the live room. We're not in the green room. We don't like the green room anymore. We're in the live room with the green room people. Hello. 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 Can anybody talk? Oh, you can talk. That's fine. We we ungaffetate you as well. So, um, now we got another tune. No one knows Queens of the Stone Age. Don't, has anybody got any guesses that wasn't part of the crew and can't see the script at the moment? Okay, that works. <laughs> I've seen the script. I've, I've still got no idea. I've, I've got one. Oh, they're they're flooding in both of them. Both both gases are flooding in. And we'll put it this way: it, it, if if they're right, we're going to save it to the end. But have we have we got any good guesses that aren't quite right? King of Clones. Yeah. Well, Falco took saying, "No one knows why Tharg does what it does." Okay, I I honestly, Falco. Yeah. We love your input. I do not know what what um, medication you're on at the moment, but I'm pretty sure the dosage is wrong. And uh, we have a second one from uh, Merolius. My guess is trying to catch the gnosis. Oh, you are a, a whole idiom away um, from from where it is. It, it definitely it's it's not spacey this week. It's definitely not spacey this week. I could read the okay. titles out and, and deliberately choose the wrong words to emphasise. Um, well, the thing is, we're going to play the last tune as a reveal. So, I'll tell you what, we'll talk to the green room and then we'll do that bit, shall we? Because there's only a couple of them in there this week. I think, uh, I don't know whether, you know, floor mopping guy locked them out. So, um, do we need to say hi to each other this week or have we, we, we've, we've spoken to each other, haven't we? Yeah. All I've done today is sit in the sun and, I'm, and my face is a bit red. Other than that, <laughs> nothing for me. No, I've been working on a dastardly plan to take over January. So there you go. Uh, that's my birthday in there. You be careful. Well, you, you need to come for a birthday treat. No, I've been, I'm tr I've been trying to turn what's a, a little project every January and has been for the last 15 years into a much bigger project. <laughs> oh. Invol involving racing cars and, and the NEC. That's us. I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll do it a traditional way. Um, uh, oh, I'm not going to work this one out. It's too hard at this time of night. Um... I'm going to go first. Ventura. Hello. 
Hello. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. How are we doing? Uh, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Thank you for your um, Tech Monkey special this week. Sorry sorry, I couldn't do it. Uh, no, I just, it's all um, right. No, no, no. Not a problem. Not a problem. Other half's been off at a funeral today and all sorts, mm. so I've been um, juggling many, many things. Yeah. But um, how's your week been? You've done um, nothing fun? All for the bug. Busy at work. Haven't really done much gaming. Uh, did the tech for Live Radio and also the podcast for Live Radio on Tuesday there. Exactly. Are you coming on the convoy? Um, yes. I, I was thinking of trying to stream it as well at the same time, but I don't know how Kyle wants to set that all up and everything else, so I'll, I'll probably talk to him at that point. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we're um, between us, I think we're going to be streaming stuff because yeah. um, there's going to be both of us at the head of the convoy. And so I think we need lots of streamers so we can have multi multi views on the same thing. Yeah. I'll just do what I normally do if Cow's basically doing today and I'll just stream to him and he can then basically put it to where he wants to put it. So, yeah. Other than that, yeah. Fun okay, luck. sounds good. Right, uh, over to you, Palantir, to talk to somebody we haven't spoken to yet today. Um, okay. Commander El Masri, how's your day been brewing? Uh yeah, it's been been pretty good today. So yeah, no no brewing today, but I did have a. Oh, you spotted have... the putt. You spotted the yeah, deliberate I, I, use I... of the word there. That's quite good, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working for the last half hour on that one. Um, yeah, so I I did have a, um, a competition last weekend, which had uh, managed to uh, um, get a. Uh, second in category for my uh, Dark Mild, which is pretty good. I was pleased with that. Um, other than that, when I've had time to play, I've, I've mainly been, um, you know, sort of prodding and and sort of caressing and stroking Haghole to get a good election. Um, but yeah, uh, that's mainly been yeah election and and election today as well. Ooh. Thank you. <laughs> Congratulations, El Masri, for winning the double entendre prize. No, it, there's nothing double about his entendres. No, it was it was pretty pretty singular and straight up, as they say. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just it was an entendre. That was it. Yes, you intended the entendre. Right, but yeah, well, no, other than that, that, for the mug. Thank you. Mark. Thank you. Right back. Yes, um, Commander Flossie. Now, we're not going to trip over the sleeping Viking there. Uh, Ramforth, he's snoozing. Don't wake him up. We don't want an angry Ramforth. No, uh, actually, I've got a, a text message in from um, Ramforth, and he says, um, for the mug. A big for the mug. Actually, a big like drinking horn for the mug. Uh, he's on his way back from Guardian Space. So that, that was that one. Flossie, would you like to um, speak to our next guest? Okay. Uh, King Hanky. Your Majesty. Oh, uh... <laughs> How's your week been? Uh, I come fourth in a chess tournament and played chess last night and had oh, well a lot done. of things to had a lot of things to round the house which tied me up a lot quite a lot. Yeah, well well, so, uh, well congratulations on the, week. on the chess. Well done. Oh thank you thank you very much. And it's a big full of the mug for me. Okay, thank you for the mug. Oh, and a big thank you for getting it right this time. The Colonia report. Yeah, but the, the <laughs> thing is, yeah, because I didn't have the sorry lined up, so I couldn't get it wrong because I didn't have the sorry lined up. I'll let you off though. But I mean, I, I can have a sorry lined up if you really want. Not in orbital radio. We're sorry for, you know, whatever. I had to for get it right because I still owe you for breaking it last time. Yeah, are you, are you at Wavecon? Oh, yes. 
Oh, you owe me a pint. Note. <laughs> 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 right. Well, thank you very much, the King Hanky. And yes, I got it right. Quick mental maths. Um, Overlight, it's over to you. <laughs> oh, Demon Crew, good evening. Good evening. Do you, dare I ask, have a pun for us? Yeah. Let's open with that. Why was the ink drop sad? I don't know. Why was the ink drop sad? The ink drop was sad because her dad was in the pen and she didn't know how long the sentence would be. <laughs> oh. oh, God. Uh, do you have any more? Or uh, have, have, have you amused us enough for one night? Why was the snake mad at the jewel thief? I don't know why was the snake but at the jewel thief. Because he wanted his diamond back. Very oh, topical. I like it. Topical. Yeah, we are actually OD. We're going to give you a round of applause for that one. Definitely. <laughs> that one was, yeah, that was on the money. Which means by your standards, you failed miserably. Anyway, how are you? Doing okay. And I'm eating currently a lunch slice latte. A little bit more drier than my previous soups that I had previous week. Uh, I'm having an apple and some juice. Sounds delightful. Sounds delightful. Any other upside, Any other upside of the pond? Not really, and I don't have that many real pond jokes this week because it's... I have been busy with other stuff. And I've been to have time to prepare, so that this will be it. It takes hours of preparation, this, this section does. <laughs> it does. It is the, <laughs> the highlight of the show. Nice to talk to you, Rody. Uh, and one last thing for the mug. For the mug! Right, and uh, it's over to me to bring up our tail gunner uh, himself, Commander Waz. I thought Pillbox was Pillbox's turn. Oh, the Pillbox there. is here. Sorry, yes, I, I, I forgot. He was he was here all along, and I, I've, I've missed the Pillbox. Hello, Pillbox. Hello, sir. Aiden. You've been promoted, sir. I have. What yeah. I, I well, you're you're, you're now um, Inara promoted oh okay yeah well you did volunteer there were three of you volunteered yep, to, yep. to take on inara duties because we were getting complaints that we were neglecting inara so um you and montgomery python and one other have been uh, promoted to help yeah spread the word oh okay cool well, cool thank so you. you you should find you have access now to um, accept invitations and to possibly publish missions as well oh nice okay but yeah congratulations on your promotion Thank you. What is it actually? I'm going to give you a full title now. Um, so it says Pillbox here. Let's have a look. Uh, squadron Organization. What does it say about Pillbox? It says Operations Officer Pillbox. So there you go. Oh, it sounds like I have to do stuff now. Oh, yeah, you, oh you, you have the power. <laughs> no, okay, cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, like, I mean, I've always been out in the deep, so when I got back and I was looking at Nora, I don't really, I've always heard Nora, 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 and always kind of glanced over it. In the last few days, I've been really looking and it's like, wow, there's so much stuff involved with it. It's really interesting. So that's why I sensed, like, I thought, oh, maybe you need yeah, some well, help. Yeah, well, I mean, at, at the moment, I mean, of the two and a half thousand um, Hutton truckers we know of on the Facebook page and the many hundreds, actually, is, it, is anybody can see, Overlight, you can see the um, squadron page at the moment, can't you? I can. I'm literally just in the middle of a jump. Give me a few seconds and I'll I have a look for you. 
In Inara, I looked earlier okay. today, I think the last number I saw was about 187. I might be wrong on that. Oh, 185 of the Hutton Truckers are in the Inara squadron as well. But now that we've got people looking after it, um, between Montgomery Python and you, um, we're hoping we can update Inara a little bit better. And uh, you're more than welcome to apply to join the Hutton Orbital Truckers on Inara as well. And we'll see if we can start sharing some info on there about our various missions too. Yeah, it's a, a really, really useful tool. I use that all the time, EDSM and um, EDDB as well, um, uh, and ED Discovery when I'm out uh, exploring like I am now. Uh, squadron, we've got, uh, on the PC Squadron, we've got 333. All the threes? Okay, all the well, threes. Th th there you go, Pillbox. So you're out in the, the deep at the moment as well. Are you doing your own thing or are you with other commanders? No, 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 no. I used to be out in the deep. I'm back in the bubble. Actually, I've been, do I've been doing the Hagar missions there. I've uh, been sorting that, just doing my part now in the bubble. All right, so and and you're actually... going to be moving over to, to um, Leningrad, are you, at some point? to? Um, I mean, w when we were at the barn that time, you were talking about where to invade next <laughs> with, with, the, with the waiter. <laughs> And uh, we were all hiding under the table at that point because we thought we were going to get killed. Um, well, we are actually invading somewhere, and it is Leningrad. Okay. Okay, yeah, that sounds like a plan. That, that sort of suits you, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, okay. I'll go for that one. Yeah. Okay, but um, anything else to add for this week? Um, no, not much. I've just been pretty quiet so, and just... Like, and engineering. All I've been doing is engineering. I think I've done more engineering this week than I've ever done in my life, which is not much anyway. So, yeah, I'll leave it at that. So well, ju jump, range, jump range for you or are you combat? Yes, jump range. Um, I've been doing jump range uh, at the moment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see what else there is. I, I've only got the one engineer unlocked. Well, actually, I have others unlocked. I've been invited, but I haven't really looked into them. But uh, I am because now I've, been, I've done so much exploring and stuff. I'm thinking of going a bit more combat side, so... Oh, come yeah. and join us, um, yeah, shoot the Thargoids. Yes, I think we're, we're, on, we're on top of... I think we've climbed <laughs> right on top of Tharg, and we've put the boot in now. Yes, so, um, yeah, that probably be the next step. So I'll just right. say... Well, if you want to wingman, then, um, yeah, tap, tap me up sometime. Yeah, sure, sure. Try and get that trophy. I think I'm a bit behind, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some new weapons coming if um, Floss's initiative is anything to go by. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, aye. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's sort of chatter about what they are, but um, apparently they're advanced normal weapons that you can put ammo into or something. Oh, God knows. Maybe you can stick Thargoids in them and shoot them at Thargoids. <laughs> well, you need the little <laughs> scavengers. Fire scavengers at them, yeah. <clears throat> Not that they do much. Well, look, thank you very much um, and for being stunt pilot sometimes and do, doing your thing, Pillbox. Yeah, yeah, no worries. All right. Well, in which case, it remains uh, for Palantir to speak to our tail gunner. Waz, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I've also started streaming now as well. I have. Oh, are you listed on tv.forthemug.com as one of our regular streamers? I've put it up, but since the system's changed around, I haven't got a clue. And I have put it in the system as well. Okay. Sorry, I've, I've cut across uh, Palantir there, but we'll, and we'll speak <laughs> offline. And we'll see if we can make sure you're on the uh, remote control. Okie doke. Go on. Go on, uh, You must have some more to tell us. Go on. I just come back from Leap from playing Star Wars Battlefront because I needed a break. I was. Uh, and now I've got a better PC as well, so I'm able to stream in that. I am, and I'm just doing missions for Hackhole. Um, before anyone was, yes, when I when the election is done, I'm definitely going to be invading where we're going to go next to get that station. 
I think it's about time. I never knew there was a station called that. Okay, I just heard that on the radio. Ah, oh, what the hell? Shenanigan time. It's your middle name, sir. Last time I checked, I think. Absolutely. Can I ask a quick question, Waz? What are the uh, what are the boards looking like tonight in Hag Hole? Are you getting a lot of decent influence uh, influence missions? Oh hell yes, I'm doing wing missions. Is that e? Perfect. Oh, the missions are run like a dream. I think e. They were, they were rubbish for me. Well, they're lucky for me, but then again, I am in my imperial cutter. We're running. Literally, I've taken everything out, including this kitchen sink. Are you running shieldless? Oh yes. Oh nice. Not the first time I've done that. It won't be the bloody last. <laughs> Thank you, that's it for me. For the mug. Thank you. Mug. Mug. Right, okay, so um, Green Room, have we, have we got any guesses? Are we going to have to start sort of leaning on certain words to give you the hint? Well, I've, I've got some that have been uh, whispered to me. I've got mm-hmm. one that, that's not terribly close. Drake Duran Autoplanetary Orbit. No, that's similar to the other one. Now, Falco took. Had a second guess. He has promised to talk to his doctors about the dosages of his various medications. Now, his second guess, and it's not correct, but the nobility. Mm, Ooh, you can see, see what he's... You can, yeah. He, well, I mean, it fits with two of them. Yes, I I did ping him and suggest that he goes back and has a look. And Yes, it's getting yes. close, but... <laughs> getting um, closer. So, well, uh, let's it, put the, the emphasis on the words, shall we? Okay. Um, so, oh, oh uh, our, uh, yeah, our, our first first one was. Hang on a second. Hang on a it was keep on reaching by, by somebody. High flying, bird, high flying birds. Yes. Um, our second one then. Sex on fire by Kings of Leon. Okay. Our third tune. Now this is interesting because I've been thinking about this. It's definitely full, but also. To some smaller extent, villagers. Okay, so we've got those. And then the last tune was... Knights of Sidonia by Muse. Oh, no, that's the one we haven't played yet. Oh, oh bollocks. <laughs> oh, that's a giveaway. It was Queens of the Stone Age, and no one knows. I was just going to take the mickey out of everybody because nobody knows. Oh, that was, uh, that's what comes from taking the script, copying it from the beginning of the script instead of the way you put them in at the end. <laughs> Oops, yeah, I did switch the last two tunes around. <laughs> yes. And for those of you that didn't recognise the tunes that were playing, yes, we haven't played Muse yet. So I'm just going to give people a few seconds. Now, um, before we go, obviously, at the very start of the show, if you can hark back many, many hours ago, we, we did a little, um, as, as we want to do, a little opening monologue. This is, this is the serious bit of the chat. Um, and um, there were one or two people who said, oh, no, what, what was that about? Um, and I thought I would just say uh, a couple of words that um, back on May the 15th this year, Commander Freebooted uh, put a message up and saying, on behalf of his 15-year-old nephew, Michael, um, I'd like to extend a heartfelt thanks to you all and ask a favour. Um, now, his nephew, Michael, was in hospital getting some pretty heavy-duty treatment, um, and he was quite ill. He was living in hospital and um, was occupying his free time by playing Elite Dangerous on a tiny little screen and his condition meant that it was really hard for him to see the screen and all sorts as well. And he put up a message saying, you know, what what can we, you know, stuff we can give him to do just to sort of distract him a bit and entertain him in his, his time while he's um, in treatment in hospital. And the community came together 
and my goodness, I have never seen such sort of compassionate, warm feelings from a large group of people. And this wasn't just sort of, it wasn't really a Hutton thing, it was the whole elite playing community. And there were messages came in, there were stickers and um, patches and little gifts turned up at his hotel and the Frontier team went down as well. Um, Paige and Sally and I think the dastardly Don himself actually went over to the hospital. I think it was relatively close to the office in the Cambridge area. And they all went down and um, they've spent since... Um, around yeah, around mid-May, May, May the 15th, um, spending their time uh, joining in on streams with this young lad and all sorts. And we got the very sad news yesterday that unfortunately he'd um, passed away at 20 past eight in the evening. Um, it broke everybody's heart a little bit after, you know, joining him on streams and um, helping his uncle out, you know, giving, giving him plenty to do. And there was sort of a, a sad feeling that this, this lad had passed away, but there was this enormous sense of pride in this community. I mean, the people that lurk in this green room, but also the rest of the elite community that um, everybody sort of that joined in contributed to the most you know wonderful week of, of fun for this young lad. And, um, all we can say is we, we hope his uh, final days on this planet were, were spent having fun and happy and um, not worrying too much about being ill and just having having good fun. His streams looked like enormous fun. Um, so we put that little opening monologue at the start of the show just to say um, farewell and uh, rest in peace and very best wishes and all of our Hutton love to his family and... Uh, also to uh, yeah, Freebooted, who put the message up, and of course to the, the Frontier team, who took their time and went over there as well and um, passed on a little bit of uh, love and fun from the community in person um, over to him as well, to Michael. So uh, rest in peace, Michael, and um, yeah, a big for the mug uh, from us to his family. I know, it was, it was the serious bit, but... Um, a couple of times over the years, we, we've had situations like this where, where the community's lost somebody and it's amazing to see how warm and friendly everybody is and, um, you know, how much uh, feeling comes out from you lot to um, your fellow players. It, it parks the salt that often turns up in the, the forum. So from all of us, um, if anybody's listening to it, thank you very much indeed for all of the help and compassion over the last week. Right. Serious bit out the way. Um while I've been doing that, have we had any final guesses? Falkert looks got much closer, saying, the king's court. Oh, oh, there's a magic word I'm looking for, though. Mm. We're a gnat's crotchet away from where we need yeah, to be. Yeah, we are. Is the court something, you know, the, I mean, you, you, well, I'm not sure the villagers lurk in the court, do they? I, I'm pretty sure Falkert has got it pretty close on the nose here, especially with the Knights of Sidonia coming up next. But uh, we're not going to play it just yet, Ventura. That wasn't your cue. Did he panic there and nearly push the button? Not at all. Oh, he wasn't listening. Um, right, so um, everybody in the green room, thank you very much for coming to join us, as usual, and thank you for spending a few hours <coughs> in the company. <coughs> what? Oh, sorry, live room, yes. Green room smells. It's been cleaned by floor mopping guy at the moment. <laughs> I don't know what you spilt, but it was. it smells. So um, thank you very much to our listener. Thank you very much to the Green Room. Thank you very much to those of you watching on tv.forthemug.com. Um, Co-presenters, as usual. Now, um, Overlight, have you got a radio mug yet? I was the first recipient of a radio oh, mug. you were? Mm. Okay, well, in which case, we're not going to give you one. <laughs> no, but thank you very much for thinking about me. I well, I mean, we, we have to ask, because I, I did forget one week. We had a, had a guest on, and I forgot to give the mug away, and we had to... Oh, that, that'll be apology. me, then. <laughs> I think it was actually. It was you, wasn't it, Jerry? Oops. No, I haven't well, got one, no. 
<laughs> well, have you, you're going to have to come and do the news one week. I have. Uh, two or three weeks. Oh, bother. <laughs> have we forgotten you? Uh, I, I, I guess so. That's We've neglected I mean. you. In which case, <laughs> this week's radio mug is going to be going to El Masri for services rendered in the past. Thank Mainly you. involving brewing beer. <laughs> and then I'm going to go away and feel really, really guilty now quite a bit. Okay, so, um, Palantir, if you haven't got any more guesses... Yeah, I've got one last... There's a word. It's the word you've been looking for from Folco. Castle. Ah, yeah, all these things can be found in a castle. And that's where, yes. So it's your keep, it's your king, it's your queen, it's your fool, or maybe your villagers, if you've let them into the castle. And I suppose, of course, it is also the uh, the knights, um, from the Knights of Cydonia by Muse. So good night, everybody, and thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger? Nay, nay.